Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. This is Dr. Kevin Christie, your host of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Today, I'm bringing you an interview with Emily Morgan of Delegate Solutions. I've personally and professionally have worked with them for the last 10 months, and it's been uh, frankly, a game changer for me. And it's been an amazing investment. And they do so many things. I like how they're structured as far as it's not just like one VA. I've got someone that kind of manages me, my account, and then two VAs. One really handles a lot of the big hitter, very technical, building a web page, building a funnel, building whatever you want type of thing. It's been amazing. The tech savviness of that side of it. And then all the other type of stuff, travel planning and booking this and just making sure that everything's functioning really well in my life that I can delegate to. So I've kind of got my team in-house with my chiropractic staff, right? And I don't want to burden them with a lot of the stuff that I do. And so I want them really focusing on patient care and I've gotten better at delegating patient care stuff and that type of thing to that. Um, I've got my other kind of outsourced people, like a really good accountant. I know a lot of you hear me talk about Christine, who does is my business manager. Um, I've got a billing person that I outsource to. Uh, I've got an attorney, you know, couple couple attorneys. So those are kind of like the scaffolding of my business that really helps me grow and make sure we stay in that growth mindset. And then this has been the next level of that for me by hiring Delegate Solutions. And so I'm excited to have Emily on and talk about delegation and some of the things that entrepreneurs do wrong, some of the steps to do it right, some of the details of it. It seems like a basic concept, like how to delegation, but you'd be surprised at how many people do it ineffectively and honestly are just kind of spinning their wheels. And this is what we're going to dive into is how to prevent that and how you can grow by properly delegating. And you're, it's going to be a step-by-step process. Like, you know, if you're in year two, you're you're probably not going to get to the level of where may, maybe I'm at right now, as far as the ability and the resources to delegate out, but you're going to get there. And if you, as long as you set that intentional path on getting really good at delegation, you'll be able to grow with that. Now, I remember reading something in a book and I forget exactly what it was, but it was about delegating. And and I think as chiropractors, and they talked about professionals like attorneys and doctors and engineers and other types of professionals that also are the business owner. We struggle to delegate because we're so used to being the expert and doing everything ourselves. And we come out and it even prevents us from hiring sometimes uh, associates because we expect us to be the expert and we want patients to come to see us. And it's kind of an ego thing sometimes. Uh, there's a lot of different psychological reasons of why we don't want to delegate and we don't do it properly. And so we'll dive into that a little bit. I want you to take away from this episode that wherever you are at right now in practice, or even if you're a student, is is to start learning and understanding proper delegation and start to plan out how to do that. Emily talks a little bit about the activity inventory in this episode, and it's something I really encourage you to do is write down everything you do, business and personal, two different categories, like have one sheet for business, one for personal. Start writing it all out and then start figuring out which ones can you get off of your plate so that you can really effectively function in your business and in your personal life to where you're excited about coming to work and you're growing and you're not getting 
too complex and you feel like you're just stifled in your growth. And I know that happened to me in the past. And so over the last couple of years, I've been very intentional with, with delegation. And so I want you to be as well. I encourage you to. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode with Emily Morgan of Delegate Solutions. All right. Welcome to the show, Emily Morgan. I really appreciate your time today. Um, you and I have spoken in the past because I am utilizing your company and your services. But before we dive into all of that, tell us a little bit about yourself, both personally and uh, professionally. I'm based out of Philadelphia, South Jersey area, born and raised. And uh, the company has been around over 11 years now. It started just me basically trying to create a work from home opportunity for myself doing what I was good at, which was administrative work. At the time when I started the company, I didn't really have a vision of what the company would look like, what it does today. So we're on a growth track at this point. We've got over 30 staff all around the country. We're a flex work company. So we have a very strong commitment to work-life balance. And that's the kind of team members that we attract. Our mission is all about creating freedom, like both for ourselves and for our clients. So we work exclusively with entrepreneurs to help them leverage their time through delegation. Oh, it's perfect, you know, and I think delegation's a word that a lot of people hear, but they don't necessarily know what it really means, how to do it effectively, how it can apply to them as a chiropractor per se. I think a lot of times, and I can speak for the profession is we um, we tend to be people that we, we go to school for a long time and we a lot of times are perfectionists in a lot of ways or we want to do things our way and we we struggle to delegate out sometimes. And I've, I've noticed that within the profession. I noticed that within myself, you know, I've been practicing for about 14 years and it took a lot of uh, unwinding to get to the point where I could do that. So my, my question for you is, is um, why is delegation so important for business owners and or uh, doctors? Yeah, I think, you know, you're not unique regardless of industry any leader has trouble delegating. And that's really because they're so comfortable doing everything themselves and they've likely built a business doing things themselves. But you start to reach a ceiling where there's just no more time to do it yourself. And you can either accept that reality or stunt your growth. So to me, like delegation is, it's an iterative, proactive growth strategy. And it's really a foundational part of being able to grow. It's really important to build confidence around delegating so that you can do it you know, effectively because, like I said, it's endless. It needs to be happening all the time in your business. And as business owners and doctors specifically, it's about leverage. So you're selling time in some form or another and understanding your own worth. Like as a doctor, for example, you know, what? an hour, you're probably worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars, <laughs> but you could, Should get, be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could get, you know, administrative support to free up even two more hours of your day at a, at a fraction of that billable rate, you know, it becomes a no brainer. So it's really important to be able to understand your worth um, and also focus on work that you love and do best. Yeah. You know, and I talk to a lot of chiropractors on different levels, different parts of their career. Maybe they're an associate. Maybe they just started the practice. Maybe they've been owning their practice for quite a while. And what I've noticed for my business, there's kind of been two phases of delegation. There's multiple levels and we're going to dive into some of that. But for me, one of the first one was trusting people that I could delegate some of the business 
kind of admin, all that type of stuff too. And then I've done a really good job of that recently. And then the second thing was, was even from like a treatment and patient care standpoint to, to where now I've got a team, I've got a chiropractic assistant, I've got a massage therapist, I've got a great patient service specialist, and we really have a well-developed treatment team. And I'm kind of starting to delegate some of the things that are not in my wheelhouse as far as patient care. And it's freeing me up even more to do that. Because one thing that's happening in our profession is a lot of chiropractors are, say, at a network with insurances. And they're trying to find that cash rate for an office visit that is uh, fair, but also pays them what they're worth. But then they are doing everything for that patient and they're spending a lot of time with that patient and they end up making $100 an hour, which doesn't really pay the bills when you have all the overhead. And then you add on top of that, all of the things it takes to own a business and all the admin stuff and marketing, it gets really daunting and, and overwhelming. And And last point I want to bring up before we move on is that the other struggle as a professional, it kind of doctors, attorneys, and accountants, and some of those other types, engineers that own their own business, you have such a unique skill set that you have to spend so much time just on being a chiropractor, right? Whereas some business owners, they don't have to spend 30, 40 hours a week doing that trade, they can spend all the time running their business where we have to spend so much time in the trenches, it's hard to find the time to do the other delegations. And so I think our profession could really utilize understanding delegation and obviously the help to delegate too. Yeah. And I mean, you're the specialist, but you're also the visionary of the company. So having time to work on growing and expanding the business beyond just having more time to see patients is really a priority. Yeah, absolutely. And so I want to I want to dive into delegation more and we'll go from there, but what are some of the steps uh, to effective uh, delegation because I know there's bad delegations too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I have, you know, a couple key points that I'll I'll sort of speak through. I think the first is we touched on it briefly, but just understanding that you're not unique administratively. So for example, you know, we work specifically with entrepreneurs, but we work across industry, almost every single industry represented in our client base. And so the work that is getting delegated is not, you know, so unique that no one else can do it because administratively it's all the same. Um, But I think that that sort of fear keeps people from delegating as they think, oh, this is just so specific or so detailed. But, you know, just understand that you're not unique in that way in your business. So the steps for delegation, really, we would recommend something called an an activity inventory, some sort of way where you're capturing what you're doing each week or across the month. You could use a time tracking tool to do that. You could just use a notepad. But once you have that, you can look at those activities and prioritize them like maybe one to four. If you're familiar with strategic coach, they do it in a quadrants. So unique ability, excellent activities, things you're somewhat good at but don't really enjoy, and then things that you don't enjoy and are not good at. And start to look at that visually and, and look at those bottom two quadrants to identify things that can be handed off. It's important to start small to build confidence with your team or with your support people. So look for you know lower impact activities at first to really garner that confidence look for repeatable things that you're doing in the business that recur 
and use the opportunity with your team to understand that process so that they can interview you, capture the process, and just take that off your plate. That right there is one of the big ones for me was just kind of writing everything out and, and taking some of the small things out, right? Like, like this, I don't need to be doing this. This is ridiculous that I've been doing this for four years. Yeah. <laughs> it started with the lowest hanging fruit and it really got the, the ball rolling once I did that. I would say for me, it's been about two years that I started to get really intentional with, with delegation. And that was what I did for sure. Yeah. So, and again, like this is an iterative process. This is never going to end, <laughs> but you're just going to get better and better and freer and freer which we've seen over and over again in, in the work that we do. It's, it's high value stuff when you can get your time back. But, you know, to us, like process is literally the most important part of the business. So understanding what process you run with the people that you work with and how to make that repeatable and scalable, delegatable, adding in automations into those processes is a really important part. Being able to articulate what success looks like Again, another coach tool is an impact filter where you have the clarity to be able to explain because we find a lot of the times that entrepreneurs have ideas, they haven't yet gotten to the big picture of what does this look like as a real success, like it's done. So holding yourself accountable to using a tool like that to outline what you feel like needs to happen for this to be successful. And that's also a gut check for you that you're not just like, sort of throwing things at people that is is half-baked. Yes. I've been known to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> it's just a, something to work on yeah. for all of us. The last piece is really having clear vision around accountability and alignment of who is doing what by when, because that's going to help build confidence around things that are being delegated. You can actually use your team to hold you accountable to your pieces of responsibility within a project or something. No, that makes sense. You know, kind of touch on it. You mentioned strategic coach a little bit. That's how we connected was through them. Uh, Cause I've been a member there for a while. I know you have, and your company utilizes a lot of the tools. I know mine does. So it was a nice, perfect match. And, and I think um, being able to integrate some of that, those thought tools into the delegation was huge and was really what got me started on the, on the path of it. And it's really freed me up because I was really bad at delegating uh, for mm -hmm. sure. I was definitely a kind of a, a lone wolf in a lot of ways. And now I get a lot of people that ask me, how do I get so much done? And really the answer is I, I don't, <laughs> do, you know, like, I, I guess my, my entities get a lot of stuff done, but I'm really focusing on the word that you mentioned kind of briefly, which was unique ability, which obviously is a strategic coach thing. And that's kind of the, the, the lighthouse of of where this all is, right? Is, is if you can start to focus on just what you're really unique at and start to delegate all those other things, that's where the magic happens in your, in your productivity. I think that's just one of the key things you mentioned in that, that I want to make sure the chiropractors understand. Yeah. And it's funny, like unique abilities an interesting thing because one of the coach classes that I was in, you know, our instructor was like, well, even if it's a unique ability activity for you, it doesn't mean that you specifically need to be doing it. So that was kind of like a big aha moment for me. And one of the things that I'm trying to delegate is um, running like kickoff calls with our clients. So that's a unique ability activity for me, but it's a recurring thing. And I have other team members that can do it. So I'm basically formulating a new role around 
coming off those types of activities, even though it is UA work. Perfect. No, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I can relate to that for sure. <laughs> okay. So we talked about some of the steps for effective uh, delegation. So what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see when it, when it comes to delegation? You're like, why are leaders, owners, doctors, why, why are we so bad at delegation typically? Well, it's human nature, first of all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the winner or the yes. savior. First, there needs to be value on the boring parts of the business. You know, at least 50% of your business is, is based on boring administrative things that help it run and scale and grow. Um, and, and a lot of times entrepreneurs ignore it because it's not interesting. It's not a competence for them. It's not serving their vision. But the great thing about delegation is you're not charged with actually doing those things. You're just sort of valuing it as an important part. So step one is understand the value of it. Another one is entrepreneurs notoriously are bottlenecks in their companies. Okay. Yeah. Explain that a little bit. (laughs) Sure. So, I mean, we actually wrote a whole series on this. We believe there's five bottleneck types of entrepreneurs and we can talk about that later, but a couple of them are the team is trained to come to you with every problem. They're not allowed to make decisions or encouraged to make decisions. So there's this savior, savior complex that starts to happen or they can't come out of the process because they don't trust the delegation is going to go well. So they kind of like become the bottleneck that way. They're used to doing it all themselves, this rugged individualist term. But like I mentioned earlier, you kind of reach a ceiling where it just becomes impossible to, to get everything done. And it starts to affect every single area of your life. One more mistake we see is sort of this lack of clarity or commitment to the end result entrepreneurs, especially if they're high quick starts, they're very focused on actioning things, but they really haven't thought them through. And so when you try to delegate that, no one's ever going to win because um, either the vision's not there, you know, the ability to articulate what success looks like is not there, or the follow through on the entrepreneur to like, if the team can get it to 80%, you know, that last 20% has to be contributed by the entrepreneur to get it done. So it's almost like that shiny object syndrome, right? They call it where Mm -hmm. as the entrepreneur, there's so many things going on and you want to do all these and you don't, like you said, you don't articulate it and have a, an end goal with it. So you, you delegate it, but there really wasn't a lot of planning (laughs) there or, or an end goal. And so it, it doesn't turn out well. And then you blame, delegation, right? Yeah. <laughs> or he's like, oh, see, I can't get anybody to do anything right for me. So, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, there's that nature to quick start leaves a lot of things unfinished. And then it feels like no progress is happening because there's no commitment to the main things that need to happen. So when we work with entrepreneurs, we always take a goals focused approach. What are the big things that you're trying to do? And we're the ones driving the delegation as opposed to looking to them to sort of identify all the different things to hand off. Okay. And I know one of them that I learned from strategic coach is what they call the drive-by delegation. Can you, can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. That's like where you haven't thought the idea through all the way to the end, which is okay. Like sometimes you want to use the support team as a sounding board, Yeah. but your support team innately with their Colby scores are looking to finish things move things forward. Um, and so there's some friction there when the, I, you know, the entrepreneur hasn't entrepreneur hasn't committed to the idea fully. He's just trying to brainstorm and, and ideate and they're wanting, they're taking the conversation as, okay, we need to do these things and we need to make these things happen. So 
So clarity with your team around, I just need to brainstorm this out, you know, is really important. Yeah. You know, my team makes fun of me a lot because I, I literally do drive by delegations because my personal office is in one corner of the whole practice. And then my treatment rooms are on the other side. And then like in the middle is the, is the front desk area. And so I walk behind it, like walk by it to get to the treatment rooms and I'll walk by <laughs> and I have the, the common issue of walking by and mumbling something <laughs> for them to do. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, what did you just say? And then I'll say it again. And like, there's just no direction or anything to it. And then I go to the treatment room and spend 20 minutes in there and then they forget about it. So I'm getting better at that, trying to at least. So. Well, it's hard for me. I mean, I do the same thing, but on Slack, which is instant message because we're oh, virtual. Yeah. <laughs> but one solution to that is just throw it at them, but let them understand it needs to go onto an agenda and that you're going to discuss it in a weekly meeting or daily meeting or something. Makes sense. Can you provide us with a, a client success story that you're proud of? Yeah. So again, I mentioned earlier, like freedom is really core. It's one of our core values and it's incredibly important to the work that we do. And most recently one CEO came to us and he was having pain points around time management communications management and reducing his stress level. And after only a few months of working together to help him with inbox and his time, um, he sent us a note on Christmas actually saying like, you guys are having such an impact on my life. I hope you're not reading this, but my whole family is grateful to you. His kids are asking him why he's not working right now. And it speaks to like not only leveraging his professional life, but how we're giving back time for quality of life too. And we recently just kicked off with his COO and integrator. And so it just kind of shows the benefit to help others who are struggling with the same thing to be able to refer that business over in. No, and that's, that's great. And I can obviously speak with experience too, because I've been with you for, I think, 10 months now. Mm-hmm. I believe it was May of, of last year. One of the key things for me too was freeing me up in my personal life as well. Um, I think there's so many different benefits to it uh, that I've seen. Uh, One of them has been the personal life freedom or even the fact that like we went on a a nice 11 day trip to Europe last September and uh, you guys really helped plan all the flights and hotels and a lot of logistics. So it's even certain things like that where, you know, as a business owner, if you're spending a lot of time on those types of personal things or whatever else it may be, it could be taking away from you being more effective in your in your business. And so that for me has been a huge gain. Two is uh, I've got capabilities that I didn't have before. You know, we launched the Chiropractic Success Academy and frankly, Aaron and Gabby were huge. Those are my two VAs from, from your company. And really helped with a lot of back-end stuff and landing page development, website development, and Stripe integration. And I mean, it's just (laughs) crazy what technology can do. And I fall into that category where I kind of know what I don't know now Mm -hmm. with technology. You know, there's that whole, you don't know what you don't know. I've done enough to where I kind of know what's out there. I I know that almost anything can be accomplished now. (laughs) I just don't know how to do it. But I've yet to throw something at you guys and, and it not be figured out and, and then accomplished. So Thank the you. capabilities have been huge. And, and I don't, you know, these are all chiropractors listening and, and they may not have side hustles like I do, but they may or whatever. But a lot of this stuff, it could be done in their practice because that's 
and the third thing that's been huge for for us is that um, we've accomplished a lot of things in my practice. I have two locations, and we've accomplished a lot of things that Delicate Solutions has really helped out with that also. And um, I don't, uh, yeah, I look at it as one of the wisest investments uh, that I've made. And I use the term investment because it's, I don't really look at it as an expense. You know, I know it's kind of a lot of jargon out there now and it kind of, a lot of people say that, but it's been true to where I've been able to leverage that investment to make money that I wouldn't have made and have capabilities that I wouldn't have. So it's been really helpful. So I wanted to thank you for that. Thank you. That's so kind. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been huge. You you were obviously gracious enough to be on our virtual summit, and that was awesome. And I wanted to get you onto the the podcast. Thank you. What are some of the other things you guys are working on at Delegate Solutions for entrepreneurs? Yeah, so I mentioned a little bit about um, the bottleneck diagnostic that are the you know types of bottlenecks. We have a resource that we can share with you guys for your audience that is called the bottleneck diagnostic that. It's just a real quick scorecard you fill out and it helps you figure out what type of bottlenecks are happening in your business, why they start, how to resolve them. So that's just a resource that's available. On our website, we have a right fit scorecard. So if you're looking to engage with some sort of support, that exercise is really great to go through because it helps you think through all the things you need to consider when you're looking for a resource. And it also helps determine if you know, my company would be the right fit for what you're trying to do or something else. And at the end, if we're not a right fit, we actually give resources of other companies that you could speak to. So if you're exploring help, that's a great one. And then lastly, we have just launched a new service line for companies running on EOS, the Entrepreneur's Operating System. Okay. We're an EOS-run company, and there's a lot of delegation that can happen to keep that implementation on track. So... That's our newest line. Yeah. And I think that's a great service, the EOS. I was fortunate enough. I was at the Strategic Coach one day event for the Game Changer program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was invited by a Game Changer. I'm not, I'm not in that program yet. <laughs> that's the $50,000 a year one. Um, <laughs> but I was in Chicago and um, Mark Winters uh, was mm-hmm. there speaking. He did a, a whole thing on the EOS and what it's done for business owners. And, and now you guys are... Uh, helping entrepreneurs implement that. So that's exciting as well. A couple other things that really, you know, you mentioned if you're a right fit, that was one of the part of the process that I enjoyed because you have a really nice PDF that's got like all the different things that you do as a company. And there's actually a lot more that you do that's that's not on there, but I'm sure it would be like a <laughs> 10 page PDF. Exactly. But, <laughs> but, that, but that was helpful. And then I was able uh, to speak with Joe and get some answers on some of the questions I had. And then everything I felt like going into it, I knew what I was going to be able to, to do. And so it was nice to be able to go through that process. Good. Even if you're just exploring the concept of getting help, the questions that we have in there are designed to help you be educated around making this decision yeah. more than anything. And you guys aren't just like a regular VA system. You know, it's not <laughs> just like you're getting some, you know, recent college graduate that's in a different country or something that uh, is going to do some basic things for you. It's, it's all the way from the highest of level things to sending flowers if you need to as well. <laughs> so it runs the gamut and and it's great. So how can our audience find you? What's your, your website? And, and then I'll make sure to put in the show notes that, uh, that bottleneck information as well. Yeah. So our website is delegatesolutions.com. Right there when you land on it, there's a button that says, see if we're a fit. That'll take you to the scorecard exercise that we talked about. 
We're on facebook.com slash delegate solutions. And we're also on Twitter link and my LinkedIn um, as well. All those links are on our website. Perfect. And I'll make sure to get the information on the show notes. Uh, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Likewise. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.